On tonight's show, we have fashion designer and stylist, Brittany Nicole. And now for your host, Cool Car. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is episode 117 of the Kicking It With Cool Car Show. I am your host, Cool Car. Thank you for tuning in. I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time to bring you some gems, to bring you some value with the beautiful guests that I bring on here each night. It's a great night for me. I get to kick it with some cool people who are doing some cool things. And I'm telling you, the transparency is great. They come on here, they drop gems. So if you are interested in what they are doing, hey man, tune in, listen, follow along, take the information. It's here for free. Nobody's charging you anything. If you like what you're seeing, please subscribe. Tell somebody about the show. It helps me help you. I do this for you. Can't do it without you. I say it all the time. All right. Listen, last week I had Jessica Simone on. She's an artist. She's an actor, director, content creator. She has a web series called I'm Bay on YouTube streaming right now. It is great. The production is great. The writing is great. The message is great. All right. Check her out. It's hey, it's on the channel. Go back, stream it. All of her links are down below. You could check out her show. The link is there as well. Show some love to that, all right? But this week, we're talking fashion. I'm talking high fashion, couture. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got Brittany Nicole um, from B. Nicole Designs coming on the show. Well, she's actually here right now on the show to talk about her business, her fashion sense, her style, her design, and all that she's doing because she's multifaceted. She's an entrepreneur. She's really doing her thing. And um, I'm honored. I'm honored to have her on the show, for real. Um, I think we're going to learn a lot about the fashion industry and just about creating, all right? Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to bring her on in. Thank you guys for being here once again. Let's get it. Let's kick it. Yes, welcome to the show, Brittany. Hey, how hey, are you buddy. tonight? I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful as well. I'm, I'm even better now that you're here. We get to kick it. Man, it's going to be a beautiful night. Thank you so much. I have that kind of effect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely have some good energy. You definitely have some good energy. If you did not let you know, right here on the show, live and direct, I'll let you know. <laughs> nah, but thank you so much for coming on. I uh, really appreciate it. Hey, before each show, I do like to do a little prayer. Are you okay with that? Oh, absolutely. Respectfully. All right, cool. 
Let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this moment, for this night, uh, for bringing us together, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and just give us, giving us this time together. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for... Brittany coming on and just sharing her life and her her life's work with us, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for life, love, just uh, waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, with a roof over our head, food on our table, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and clothes on our back. We just give it to you all. We give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. We pray for a blessed and great show in your name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, let's talk some fashion. I love your studio. I love that backdrop right there. Thank you. I did it myself. <laughs> oh, man. You, hey, man, that says a lot. Girl, you, so you, yeah. you you're, you're doing, a, your fashion design, fashion style. You do interior design, evidently, right? A little bit there. I have been wanting to dabble into that. To be honest with you, when I first looked into going to school, um, college, I was going to go into interior design, and somehow I switched over to fashion. <laughs> okay, I mean it kind of goes hand in hand, though. You know, it's but um, I actually, I actually have done a couple of these for um, two different spas, and really, this spa owner hit me the other day and told me he's opening up another location for Marietta. Where I'm gonna be designing her wall for her again. So that's there awesome. you go, there you go, <laughs> creating business, man. I love it. I love it. No, I really love that backdrop. And um, I like I watch your Instagram and I see that you, you know, you have your setup, you have your mannequins, you you're dressed to the T, and then you come out and you're modeling and stuff like that. Really stood out to me. Like that is very unique. I don't see anybody else really doing it like that. Um, and you know what it, you know what I wanted to ask you. Um, just starting off, like that's very home shopping network esque, right? <laughs> no, for real, yeah. in in a good way, in a good way though. So, have you ever thought about doing something like that? I don't even know how to get into that, but I mean, you're in fashion. Um, I don't think I know too much about about it that way either. But that's not a bad idea. That's not. I'm um, telling you. I think get onto a channel or even create your own channel. I mean, now, you know, YouTube has, you know, so many, it's right. like a big platform. There's so many options there. So like, I mean, I know a lot of people do hauls, hauls on YouTube and blogs. So yeah, maybe so. That's what yeah. I'm maybe tap into. Like, I think that would be, I think you would be great for, yeah, home shopping network, QVC type of thing. Like, not, we'll, I'm not. We'll all the products up and like, <laughs> I'll have a, yeah. you see that. All this stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, I think you would be great because you have the personality for it and you, you know, you're modeling, you're strutting, you're doing your thing. Like, I think it would really go over well. And I saw, um, I think Jessica Simpson had like some special event and she was like, I sold like 15,000 dresses in one day or some crap like that. Like, Man, she had to have a big team because let me tell you, um, I was working with a manufacturer, but right now I've been doing everything myself. Oh, man. And you know, if you have one person, it's going to be hard to fulfill those type of orders. But, you know, I do have manufacturers that I am able to work with. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, she probably did have a huge team. I mean, it's Jessica Simpson and, you know, she's got her stuff yeah. all in the stores. So I think they were doing that kind of j just to kind of bring attention to like QVC or whatever. You know, she had like a, it was like a special mm -hmm. event. It's not like she does it every every day or any every week or something like that. But it was like a special what event. Do you remember it was her clothes. She had dresses. She had 
shirts, blouses, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it. I saw like like some clippings from it. And she was mm-hmm. just posting, talking about she sold like 15,000. Because what caught my attention was the headline says sold 15,000 dresses in a day or something like that. And I was like, what the hell? So, I, yeah, so I went on there and I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's like the, you know, Home Shopping Network QVC type of thing. So, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Now you got me. I'm going to research that now. See what um, I can find. <laughs> Man, listen, I'm telling you, I um, I was I was telling some people about, Groupon too, and you mentioned to me we were talking before the show. You mentioned T-shirts, and I keep telling people, and nobody has taken me up on this, but I keep telling people, I think Groupon is a gold mine for new startups because when you go on Groupon, tell me, do you think about brand names? No, you no, go you- on. There's a lot of different things on there. It depends on what you're researching, but yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, you don't really go on there searching for a brand name. You go on there searching for a deal, and then you mm-hmm. read the reviews. And if you like something, say if it was like a T-shirt or some type of hat or whatever, if you like the style of it, you read the reviews. If people are talking highly of it, then you'd be like, okay, I'll take a chance on this and I'll buy it. And plus, it's got a discount, and I might get two for one or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah so people like, love win stories because if they see win stories, then they want to do what everybody else is doing. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, why not take a chance on that? Why not take a chance? And nobody's ever taken me up on it, but I'm like, man, listen, if I started a clothing line or even when I start doing my, you know, my, my merch and stuff, like, mm-hmm. group on, why not? Why not? Yeah, at all. Yeah, because any platform that you can find that you can, you know, get your branding out there, definitely. Exactly. And see, with Groupon, you don't really even need to advertise because they're going to do it for you because it's like local deals, deals near you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're going to show up somewhere in that algorithm. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm just saying, right? So, yeah, I think it's a, you know, I think it'd be a good idea. But who am I? <laughs> I don't know. Tries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it'd be good. But anyway, let's talk about you. Let's talk about. I want to know. Okay, getting started because I see people. So many people getting into clothing, into fashion. They have these boutiques or whatever. And you know, if you do business with certain people or just looking at their brand and following it, you kind of see that they really know nothing about fashion. They got into it for the money. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean it's trendy, you know, you know, and it sells, right? So, Mm -hmm. but I want to know for you because I saw what caught my eye also about you was I saw you sewing, I saw you sewing, so I was like, oh, she really does this. She's not just, you know, buying stuff from China and shipping it in and saying here this is my design. Like you're really sewing stuff, you know. What type of preparation did you have to do for yourself before you decided to really jump into your business so that you could be successful? Like what type of training, what type of tools did you use? You know, just give some people some gems. So to be honest with you, I'm just going to start from the beginning. So I went to school for fashion. Um, Originally I went to school for art and that's why I like to paint, but I do that therapeutically. Um, But I went to school for fashion design and merchandising. Um, But after I graduated, uh, I graduated in 2011, but it wasn't until 2016 that I launched my first fashion collection. But to be honest with you, like when I when I first started, I was I was I was always drawing. I drew out a lot of my designs, and I wanted to see them come to life, right? 
Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't mind sewing, but I wasn't as great at sewing back then. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was okay. a beginner at sewing, even though I went to school for it. There was a lot of things that I was still having to learn, and right now I'm still learning. But I was using a manufacturer when I first started out, so I would draw my designs up. Um, take it to them, um, bring it to the table, discuss it, get the measurements right, have them do the, pay them out to do the sample pieces. So they would bring samples back to me and those, the sample pieces are what you would see on the runway, right? Okay. Um, and then, you know, whatever designs I wanted to move forward on getting it mass produced, then I would go back to the manufacturer and say, hey, let's let's go with let's go with x y and z first and we're gonna move you know do a bulk of these first um so i started out that way but to be honest with you when it comes down to sewing um i was learning from other people um there were there were other people that i used to tutor me mm -hmm. um one one of our college professors she was really good about that um there's like two or three other designers that also learned under her but she would like let us come to her house and she had like her, she had a big house and like her whole basement had like a bunch of sewing machines. Her name was Miss um, Nadine. And okay. um, so I was inspired by that because I would always see um, Ashante. Ashante, she, she has a really, really nice clothing line, um, really big clothing lines made of art. Um, but I would always see Ashante there and she'd be like sewing, um, working under Miss um, Nadine and sewing things for herself. But I always just had other people mentoring me. Mm -hmm. So once, but I kind of had someone cross me um, at the time when I was learning under them. So you know what I said? You know what? I'm going to take it in my own hands. Yeah. You have so many outlets. You have YouTube. You There's different classes out here. You can take other courses. You can take outside of college if you want to learn sewing. Um, but me, I always have to like teach myself and just keep practicing. Um, start out with something as simple as like a tank top or um, a skirt. Skirts are real simple to like start out making, um, but th th that's where I started, and I just like kept practicing until I got good. But I continued to work with my manufacturer because sewing is very tedious, and I don't think anybody realized how much time it takes to like cut your do your your cut your patterns out, and then you know go over here and start sewing, and everything's so tedious. And especially when you're making things for cl for clients, it's not always gonna fit to size right away, but you're gonna, sometimes you gotta do alterations. It's a lot that goes into it. Um, but I was working with my manufacturer and of course, 2020, we hit, we ran into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Well, what was I gonna do then? Because everything was put on hold. My, my manufacturer wasn't doing anything anymore. Um, so I didn't wanna put my business on hold. So it right. forced my hand into, hey, this is this is this is why it's important for you to know how to do certain designs that you have not learned how to do. So I had to like teach myself, and I sat there day in and day out and just kept going. But 2020, I would like be up day and night, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people, if you're tuning in right now, they remember me being up until like I literally worked during the day. I worked corporate during the day, and I would be up until like 6 a.m. and then I would get right back up at eight and work again. But I would because Damn. it's part of my passion what I love to do. So yeah, yeah I'm not on sleep, like not at the time, but um, I, I, my business was booming. Then I was making like face masks. I was making all types of like dresses and jumpsuits to match the face mask. And I had like a lot of clientele. So um, I think it's just, uh, it just depends on what direction you want to go in. But just to start out, like I said, you can say, you can go, you can go to college for it. If you don't, there's other courses. Um, they used to teach courses at, 
Joann's and at um, Michael's, they used to have like sewing courses up there. But even if you just like go online, you could find people who teach. I know a couple of designers myself who are willing to do the same. Um, I actually tutor somebody, but I would teach them on things that I know how to do. Now, everybody right. has their own niche. Yeah, you were, you were saying that beforehand. You were saying like, you mm-hmm. know, some people try to take on too much and try to do too much. It's like you got to know what you're good at and kind of have your niche and stick to that, right? Yeah, but it's super, I think it's super important to know how to know how to also do it yourself because like I said, running into the pandemic and I was like, what am I going to do now? I can't just yeah. stop, I'm just like stop business. So I had to like, it, it made me grow as a designer and I appreciate yeah. the fact that I took the time and opportunity to put it in, into that. And the people who helped me along the way. <laughs> That's dope. You know what I wanted to know? I want to know, um, like, when you, okay, so say you have something that you want to sew, right? Well, you come up with a design in your head, like, oh, shit. Okay, you got a great idea. How do you, like, where do you start? How do you even make that come to life? How, like, how do you know where to start with that design? Because I've seen you do, like, asymmetrical stuff, stuff with a with a cutout here. And you know what I mean? Like, where do you start? Um, so it's funny. I really don't even know how to answer that question because (laughs) it comes to me naturally. Like literally I, what I do sometimes I spend hours in the fabric store. I go to the fabric store. I see certain fabrics. I feel, I feel and touch the fabrics and I, and I see certain like ones and I'm like, Hmm. And I'll start brainstorming in the fabric store. I have my sketchbook with me and I'll sketch something out real quick. Or sometimes it's just in my mind and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get that. I know what I'm going to make. And I'll go make it immediately because it's in my head. But for the most part, I'll, I'll draw it out before. It just comes naturally, though, to be honest with you. Um, I know that I know what my own sense of style is. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, make a lot of things for myself. But I also try to make things that I know other people will wear. Um, so a lot of uh, if you look at my designs, a lot of them are similar in different ways. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely have a niche. Like you, you can tell your brand. Your, you know what I mean. You can tell your brand when yeah. you see it, it. It all flows. You know, you can tell your. So you have something. You know, distinctive. Um, that's the word I'm looking for. Distinctive. It's within your... Like every time I go somewhere or something, that it's always, especially my friends, they get on me so much about. It. <laughs> but every time I go somewhere, they're like, "Is that one of yours? Did you make that?" <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a valid question. This because I mean, look, is that yours? Are you wearing yes. your, yeah, so look, I mean, it looks good and it's it's very well made. So, I'm pretty sure for them, it's hard to tell. Like, did you buy that? Did you make that? But that's a compliment, right? That's a compliment to your work, to your craft. It, I always tell people, like, every designer, um. I'm super supportive of others because there's so many desire, design, other designers that I admire. Um, and we all are creative in different ways. Like I like some of the things that they do and they specialize in certain things. And it's sometimes when clients come to me, um, I'll refer them to somebody else, to be honest. Like if it's something that I feel like I don't specialize in, or even if I do possibly specialize in it, but I know somebody that could probably, that I feel like is better than me at it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to prefer them because I'm just that transparent. You know, yeah. I'm like, I may not be able to do that for you right now, but however, let me refer you to Ariel, um, for instance, her, or I may, may send them to Chantress or DeMarie. Um, you know, sometimes I do that. I have like a close circle of other designers that, 
I consider, you know, friends in the industry and right. I don't mind sharing that. I really don't. We we actually help each other out at times. I, I mean, can call I can call on them when I need something. So I yeah. Mean, that's also a form of quality control though, because you don't wanna, you know, overextend yourself and you're not really comfortable at what they're asking you to do and then it doesn't come out right and then it's like, well, you know, B Nicole made this and she, she effed it up. I used to do that. I'm guilty of it. Like in the past, I used to overextend myself and I found myself like making things that I wasn't happy with making, like yeah. it was stressing me out. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel stressed out. I want to do things that I enjoy doing. So if whatever you see on my page, you kind of know like what my sense of design is, design is, and you can like, you know, Determine like, hey, you know, will she be able to make this for me? Like for right. for instance, swimsuits. I don't. Somebody asked me when I start doing swimsuits, but I'm not really a swimsuit designer. I don't mind. I, it may be something that I might try out. I know I've made like two before, but okay. not really my thing. I would say, hey, go find a swimsuit designer. <laughs> right. That's something you yeah. could add to the line down the line. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So how how um how important are fashion shows for designers because i know you've done a couple did you did you do new york fashion week i know you've done something in atlanta yes i have (laughs) so talk to us about that like what is that process like to even put that together how does that even look and then just talk about the importance of it for a designer to really showcase your designs and get it out there and so on and so forth so um manifestation is real um one thing i was gonna bring up is that Back in like, I want to say it was like 2015, it was like early 2015, I said, I knew it was in the process of me brainstorming and I was drawing out my designs and I knew in my head, I said, I can't, I, I wrote on my status, I can't wait until the day my my designs grace the runway at New York Fashion Week. Literally a year <laughs> later, September of 2016, my designs made it to Fashion Week in New York and was gracing the runway. So, you know, I feel like manifestation is real, but also um, there were a couple of things that opened doors for me as well. My first showcase, my first major showcase was here with Small Boutique Fashion Week. Um, That was a a really big fashion show. um, And I believe you actually showed the clip of that one. Um, But yeah, that was the first fashion show that kind of opened a few doors for me. But when I went to New York Fashion Week, um, man, it was a great experience. Like I met so many people um, from all over. Um, there were a lot of people. One thing that I did learn is that at the time I only had my sample pieces because mm-hmm. it was, was my first time and I went for I just went for it, you know. Um, but people were ready to order the designs right there. Boutique boutique owners, like wow. Just customers, just clients, like building clientele. And I, I like got a lot of business cards and I gave them my business card. But they were like, hey, do you have an order sheet with you? And at the time, you know, I was new yeah. and it was my first time doing fashion, something on such a large scale. And I did not have an order sheet or anything. And I was like, hey, you know, these are my sample pieces. But my collection was going to be launching within like that next two months. And I was like, hey, it's going to be launching soon. And then you can order, um, you know, via the website. So rewinding back to that, I knew like next time, hey, be prepared. Yeah. Make sure your manufacturer is ready to go. Make sure you like already have a few things, you know, in bulk. So, but you, New York it was amazing. Were you able to salvage some of those people and get get them to come back to the website and buy? 
Yeah, yeah. believe it or not, um, there's some people that still like remember me even from way back when. Um, and yes, absolutely. There's some people that came back to me and even got some custom designs from me recent in the recent years. Oh, that's what's up. What was uh, what was that experience like though? Like, what can you kind of break down like a timeline of what you had to go through to even put that together to to make that happen? Um, it it did take a it did take um some investing. Um, I did have to pay, of course. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I was um offered an opportunity to do a show up there, and it wasn't that much of a hassle. Um, I think. It was just like a lot of adrenaline because things were moving like that. Everything yeah. was like super fast up there. Um, but I, I I enjoy it. So um, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was like a really really tough process or anything like that. It's just um, if you want to do it, you'll make it happen. Right. What about the models? How, how did you get the models? Did you get Did you get the cast? You like the models down here or? So they actually provided models, um, oh, okay. but they had. They had the models. Um, they sent us like a portfolio of models, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for those of us who were out of state, um, those who were in New York, they actually got to like see the models walk and like pick out their models. Right. But um, they sent us like a portfolio so we could select our models beforehand. Um, some of them had like videos of their walk. But actually, when I got there, I would like I was just pointing out people. Like I would grab, go grab models, grab models, and like try clothes on them but then as soon as i put the clothes on them i'm like hey can you like can you walk for me really quickly and i'll make sure they can like you know walk properly but for that first fashion show i did um bring this uh model her name is kiesens and she's actually a really good friend of mine now we built a friendship off of that um met her i forgot where i met her at at the time um i met her when she was down she was down here in atlanta it was like a random outing but she was so tall and so pretty to me and I asked her, like, would she would she come to New York and model for me? And I reached out to her when it was time and flew down there. And she came and modeled for me. And um, my friend Kelly modeled for me in that show um, at New York Fashion Week. So that was a good experience. But as far as, like, other fashion shows I've done, I've definitely hired my own models. Um, I don't believe in free work, so I definitely pay my models. Yeah, um, you got to. But, yeah, I like... When I look for models, um, I look for diversity. I don't want to just, um, you know, just have like black models or just have white models or just have Asian. It's like a variety of model, different, you know, different sizes, different complexions, um, ethnicities. So um, that's something that I'm really big on. But uh, yeah, I do hire my own models for photo shoots and other fashion shows as well. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, wow. That's dope <laughs> though, man. That, that, uh, you were able to get that like the manifestation is was like, like blowing my mind like a year later it just shows up for you and then boom you're there you know what i'm saying so have you, have you had that happen like it's so many times like i'll say something to myself and i'll, or I'll write it down and i'll repeat it and I'll, I'll meditate on it you know um and i still do that to this day and it, it i promise you it may not even if some things don't happen right on the time that you want it to happen but it will happen on time when it's supposed yeah. to yeah absolutely yeah absolutely what what are some of the um some of the hurdles that you had to overcome in your whole process i I know the pandemic kind of you know threw you for a loop and then you had to jump in and learn some things but what other hurdles in the industry do you have to overcome and how hard is it to get recognized in the industry it is very hard to get recognized because you have some people who already like have like a really big like you know like they're already on celebrity status right yeah 
not even trying to be a celebrity. I just want to be, you know, successful at what I do and live my life and be wealthy. That's just all I need. But as far as like, there's there's some people who have already had that platform for, you know, someone like myself that's just trying to, you know, start out. Yeah. You have to like build a name for yourself. You have to go out there. You have to network. You have to like really be out there, like go out and make sure you go to different events and support other people. Um, make sure, you know, you're putting your, your name out there, letting people know what it is that you do. You got to stay active on social media. You got to keep right. content going. Um, just so you can try to make a reach. And sometimes you may not even feel like you're reaching people, but trust me, you are. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I, I had a point in time where it was a difficult um, time where my original manufacturer, so I, I had two different manufacturers. Um, I have one that I worked with in 2016. Um, I worked with her all the way up until 2018. And she decided that she wanted to sell the warehouse um, oh, two wow. who have it now, which is it was called Lydia Design Studio. Um, and Simon and Lydia are so sweet, like they were so attentive to me, like once things got switched over. But unfortunate for me, that whole first collection that you saw on that runway, all of those patterns, I didn't, she didn't, she did things old fashioned, the old fashioned way. She didn't have like a digital file, they have a digital oh, file. So whatever I give them, they have a digital file of it now, but she didn't have one. She had all of my original patterns, like literally like on a hanger in the back. And she had, she had it organized in the back some way. Yeah. Um, but when she went to Korea, she left a lot of people's patterns, but she took a lot of patterns. Why did my whole entire collection go to Korea with her? And then um, I had some people calling me right before she left to go to Korea. I had some people calling me like, hey, I'm inside No Style. I'm inside No Style. And it was another store. Um, I had someone, I want to say the girl lived in New York or she lived somewhere up north. Mm -hmm. But anyways, both of those, it was two two boutiques in particular. No Style, which is very well known in the mall. Mm -hmm. And my manufacturer used to... We used to do all of the manufacturing for No Style. Oh, they, wow. saw, they saw two of my designs <laughs> in No Style, and they saw two, of, and then they saw two of my designs with this other boutique that she worked with. And I literally called her, and I was, I was crying, I was, I was shaking, I was mad. I like walked out of work, walked outside of my job at the time, and I was like shaking, and. I got really discouraged. She kept saying, no, she wouldn't do that to me. She would never do that. But I'm like, you literally do the manufacturing for no right. style. I have this dress. My friend just sent me this picture and I sent it to her. And it was like really bad. And it and I got a little discouraged um, when she like left and went to Korea because she took all of my patterns and I felt like I had to start all over. And I was just like, oh my God, I don't have that. Um, so, she, and, so she took all of your patterns and then no communication? No, nothing. Yeah. Just and there was like there was like two other designers that like told me it was like the same thing. They were like, "Yeah, you know, she finally decided to go back to Korea. She's not coming. She's not coming back to the states. So if your stuff is, if she has her stuff, she's gone. You know. So I took some time off. Wow. Um, I took a step back because I was like, "Hey, I I think I need to like revamp. I just need I just need to take a step a step away for a minute. Like I didn't know who I was gonna go to." 
Um, and then fortunate enough, it was like this other, uh, this other guy, he happened to know like, Hey, you know, she sold it off to some other people just like go on their website, reach out to them or whatever. And I did, and they were really nice and very attentive. So they helped me, they helped, they helped me with my next collection. Were they, um, were they Koreans too? Yes, you they are. You should have asked them to track her down. Cause you know, it's tight over there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> You know they could have found her. I you, know they were upset because they were like, "Oh man!" They were like, "She was so unorganized. We had to get, we had to like do this and that." And they, they had like the machinery and they, you know everything that they needed, like where everything is digital. And they still have it. He, I, I talked to him. He still has it. So you know that's that's a good thing. But yeah. I'm not back on track. I did some styling gigs and. I, it's been a beautiful journey to be honest but that that was probably like one of the roughest patches for me that and like when the pandemic hit but when the pandemic hit i was like i'm not about to let nothing hold me back i gotta i'm gonna have yeah. to push my to like to like really really learn more and perfect my craft to the point that i can handle it on my own you know how okay so tell me this how does that even work because you know what like say a song or a logo or a name you know you trademark you copyright it all that your patterns, your design, like, how do you, how do you protect those? Yeah, so you do, you do have to get um, it trademarked and get copyright. You have to do, you have to get a patent, like all of, you have to get it for each one. Damn. And I will honestly say I've, I've, I've done it with a few of them, but like, it's imagine trying to do that for like, that's why I said it's like so much, it's so much behind it. Like people, yeah. people don't realize how much money has to go into fashion. Like, yeah. especially being a designer, like everything down from materials. Um, but if you want to work with a manufacturer, you have to, you have to have a couple of, a couple of thousand like stacked up because you have to imagine like the bulk of fabric you're going to need. Yes. And like, pay, you have to pay them to put the line into production. And that was a, that was a standstill for me. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I want to get to that point. I am going to get back to that point again where I where I actually want to I want to put my designs into full production where they're yeah. sold to major stores and I have my own boutique where it's like I have enough bulk of it for me to just like send out like 100 orders at a time or something. I wonder if because like with songs, I used to do music, right? So the the, the cheap way to copyright a song was to basically submit it as a compilation songs to you know submitted as a compilation so you could mm-hmm. copyright multiple songs at one time and you spend less money so i wonder if you could put a collection together with designs and trademark it patent it I, right I, I don't know i'm just asking i mean i'm throwing it out there i wonder if that's a thing so that you can save money because every single design I actually have heard of that though. Like someone, someone else told me that they they did theirs that way. Okay, so yeah. But crazy. Um, that same thing that happened to me happens happened to so many different designers. There's there's been designers where someone else has copied them and they they wanted to do something about it. They had a a brand that blew up bigger than theirs and copied them. And to be honest, they tried. They said it cost so much money to go to court for that, and it ends up getting thrown out anyways. Because at the end of the day, how many times do you see stuff bootleg? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, it happened all the time, even if it is copywriter. So yeah. at this, I'm just at. The, I got to the point where I didn't let that phase me. If somebody else had my design idea or something like that, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. We we're all doing this. It is what it is. Whoever buy from me is gonna buy from me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you you know you create that following, that word of mouth, and your your brand, your brand grows and people get to know it. And then 
people start to recognize the knockoffs. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh yeah. no, that's that's B Nicole. This is some knockoff shit over here. But <laughs> one thing I can tell you right now, if you ever go to Korea, you probably got a whole line out there you don't even know about. That woman did <laughs> that woman got her own boutique. You know she I does. She was the, she was so sweet and she helped me out a lot. She cut me she cut me a lot of deals. Uh, she me and her worked like this, so I was really that's why I was so hurt because I was yeah. like why would you do why would you do this? I don't but I think that she was just trying to like get whatever I don't know, maybe whatever money she wanted to she get could up or before do. she left. Before she left, right? Yeah. And you never know her situation too. She could have been in type of tight situation, whatever, and just, you know, did what she had to do, man. I out of my own pocket, so I can't say that I I couldn't put everything into production. Like I just didn't have I didn't have the funds to do it. I tried, you know. Like I'm I'm literally I would I put my last dime. There were times like people don't even know. Like I'd be freaking struggling because I would put everything I had into my business. Like yeah, going to New York and putting together fashion shows and doing events and getting materials to make to make all of this. Paying my manufacturer like and just hoping that it'll just come back to me one day. Like. But I can say that I've done a lot, and the reason why I do keep going is because my family, they know me. I'm very outgoing. Um, I was in school at one point in time for, for like, physical therapy because mm-hmm. uh, I was, like, thinking the medical field is that where it's at, it's going to make me money. But then I realized, I was like, man, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> I, never, I never do anything because of money. Yeah. I do that make me happy. Exactly. At the end of the day, I don't care how much money you make me as long as I'm doing it to make me happy. So I dropped that. And my dad, you sure this is what you want to do? Well, this is what he, I was his baby girl, right? So yeah. it's like, what you want to do? He's always been very supportive of me and my brother, and so has my mom. They've always been very supportive parents. They raised me and my brother to, to like just do our best and strive for whatever it is that we want. So I just knew I couldn't let them down. And to be honest with you, Right. My dad found the fashion school that I went to. Um, Barter is actually not even around anymore. I wanted to go to <laughs> I wanted to go to uh, <laughs> to SCAD, but they were like, no, that's that SCAD is a little expensive. We want to make sure this is what you're going to do. So right. <laughs> but my dad found the um, found Barter College and um, a few days before I was starting my first day of class, my dad actually passed away while he oh, was at work. Yeah. Oh, and it was like literally like a few days before that Monday <laughs> that I was going to start class. And wow. um, even after the funeral, like I I went, I, they were like, are you sure you, you don't have to start every, even the counselors at the school? They were like, no, no, no. They were like, you don't have to start. You know, we, we're so sorry. We're happy. You know, take the time that you need. But I was like, at the end of the day, my dad wanted me to get in there and like go to class. And I need to make this happen because this program is expensive and I'm determined to show them, like, I'm serious about this. I really, yeah. I really, they want to have a fashion line. I know, I know this is what I want to do, you know? So every day I I think about my dad and it's like, because I want to make sure that I'm continuing to make him proud and also make my mom proud. My mom is still living and I know hopefully she's tuned in because I did send her the link. So. Oh, they, got, they got some people on here, so she's probably on here. <laughs> No, just being just being overall supportive of my family in general. My brother um, 
is one of my biggest supporters. And I go to him for advice a lot because he's super smart. So um, he gives me a lot of pointers. And sometimes when I get frustrated, he keeps me going, even if he's harsh. (laughs) You need need that, though. You need that. You don't need nobody to sugarcoat nothing. You need a person that's going to be hard on you. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that's those are the things that keep me going, to be honest. That's dope, but that's good to have the support of your family because some people don't. Some people think it's like, oh, it's just a phase, or this you ain't gonna make no money doing this, and and they don't even care that it's your passion that you love it. You know, it's just like no, they're stuck in their ways don't. or what they thought you should be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's great. Do you um, have aspirations to start a boutique? Because listen, yeah, you really <laughs> you really need to look into that home shopping network, that QVC. Because I'm telling you, those little those little skits or whatever you're doing online in your in your design studio you got the music you got the mannequin rocking your stuff and you got there you strutting listen that i don't know man i just feel like you would do great fire is what you're saying huh I say you think my skits are fire. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and I think it would add some flavor to that boring ass QVC home shopping network if you come on there and they let, allow you to do it the way you want to do it, and you're doing that. I think you would do great. I think your stuff would fly off the shelf. Thank you. I really do. I really, but yeah, do I want to open a boutique? I do. I actually um had talked at first. I was thinking about doing a storefront. Um. And I talked to my realtor about it, like having a commercial property. But then I said, you know what? No, let me, because the way the economy economy is going yeah. right now, I know that's a good idea. I was like, let me, <laughs> online, so, you know, I'm just going to do that. But what I want to do is, um, and this is the direction right now, which I'm revamping my business. You know, I just got my new logo. Um, I'm going to be getting some very unique wholesale pieces okay. and then like, including my customs in between. And the reason why I said I have to do it that way is because I want to be able to like build the um, income up so that I can invest into getting the manufacturing done for my line, like the collection that I want to put out. Right. Because I, like, the main thing that I want to do is get into like some stores like Nordstrom. Oh my God, I would love to have my, my yeah. design. I don't know if you follow um, Nicole Linnell. She is a a fashion designer as well. I've been following her since when, back when she was like first getting started. Like I've watched literally, as she motivates me and I admire her so much because she has like a, or she has a really inspirational story, like her background and the struggles that she went through. And then just put all of, she put all of her, her, um, her, her pain into her passion, which is fashion design. And now her brand is in Nordstrom. She's a millionaire. So, I mean, like, literally living the dream. She actually even has a doll right now. And she makes the clothing for the doll. And I I think it's so amazing. And I just love seeing stuff like that. I know know some people see other people progress and they get sad or they may feel some type of way. But I'm the type of person where I'm supportive of others. And when I see people progress, it does something to me. It makes me happy and proud, especially to see another you know, black person, you know. Have you black. reached out to her? Um, I actually met her when I went to the Essence. Um, I went to the Essence Entrepreneur um, Festival thing that they had like two years ago. And I met her there and it was, I was so happy to meet her because I had to tell her and, she, you know, 
she had her she had a booth set up. She was actually one of the speakers on the panel. Okay. So yeah, I got to um, have a conversation with her. You should probably and, reach out to her and see if you can send her some pieces. You should make sure she doesn't forget you. She knows about you. Regardless, <laughs> regardless if she does anything, you know what I'm saying? Just send yeah. her some sample pieces. Say, hey, I want to know what you think. I want your opinion. I don't want anything else from you but your opinion. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always good to, to have that. And there's a lot of there's a lot of designers that I, I admire, but that's definitely not a bad idea. And it doesn't hurt. That's why I keep yeah. going. Um, Especially because, you know, I know there's a lot of designers, but you, you know, you admire her. So why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why not? She gives you inspiration. You know, she motivates you. So I would say, hell, why not? Shoot your shot, man. What about the magic show? Like in uh, Vegas, you know, like set up a booth, go oh, out there. I went. I actually did okay. magic um, right before the pandemic hit. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I went out there with my, with my new pieces and I literally made so many connections. I want to say I want to go back to magic. I I met so many amazing people that still keep in touch with me now um, that, that check on me and see if there's anything I need. You know, um, yeah. there I met a lot of uh, a lot of companies that do like different textiles and fabrics, and I met other manufacturers. So that a lot of them were overseas, of course, they are mm-hmm. overseas. Um, and then there's some. There's a lot in California. California. I don't know if anybody else is a designer or is aspiring to do that, but California has a lot of warehouses for fabrics. If you know, mm-hmm. like. Outside of like, it's better than going to fabric store here. Fine fabrics is yeah. my favorite fabric store here because you can get like, um, a, get it for a good price. I don't but know. But you go to California, you can get bulks of it for a really good price. Yeah, is it called? I don't know if it's called the Garment District down there, but I've been down there and it's like blocks and blocks of just. Right, it's dope, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it? it's so 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 much out there. Um, but overseas, it's even cheaper. You know, um, it's just. At the, now things are gotten better, but like when the pandemic hit, it's like all of that was on hold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta like, find have to find it. Have you ever went through like um? Not it's not called Alibaba anymore, right? Um. AliExpress. Yeah. Have you gone through AliExpress and kind of vetted some of the people on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, let me tell you something about that because I I'm still right now and I don't know if anybody hit me up if you know any good vendors that have unique pieces and I when I say okay. unique pieces I mean unique pieces that nobody else is going to be selling the same thing. Yeah, because they um, all sell the same shit. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. You go on there, there's a lot of vendors selling the same thing. Yeah. Um, I actually asked someone. Um, for vendor information and they sent it to me and then it was like I went to the vendors and I was like I see that in the mall and when you go in the mall when you go in the mall the stores the stores can be side by side they will literally have the same damn thing at different price points it's like yes oh. and that's why that's why they need designers because we have stuff that you ain't gonna find nowhere else yeah you know it's it's hard it's hard when you're up you're upcoming and you gotta you gotta like make sure you have all of the funding in place for it and i'm not afraid to say that i'm i i've come very far don't get me wrong i have come very far i've done a lot i've accomplished a lot but i'm still not where exactly where i want to be yet but i'm i'm still headed in that direction yeah you're growing you're building ain't nothing wrong with that building process you gotta build, and you, you gotta, gotta find. That's why I said I'm a Jane of all trades. Uh, if it's gonna, um, you know, if it's something that I enjoy doing, and it's gonna like, you know, make me a profit too at the same time, I'm gonna do it. So. Right. 
<laughs> would you ever would you ever consider joining a fashion house? Um, can you explain it? Like Rihanna joined the fashion house and then they dropped her, you know, Gucci, Prada, all the high end couture and all that. The fashion house overseas, oh, yeah, Paris. Right. Um, would you ever consider that, or you kind of want to do your own thing? I've always been a person that wanted to do my own thing. I don't know. I've always been that person, but I guess it wouldn't hurt to like have like you know somewhere to start with the platform and give you that outlet. Or just build those relationships or be, you know, yeah. be in business with them. You don't have to join the fashion house, honestly. Just be in business yeah. with them. Have, well, be, be in their good grace. Let's say that. I had a um, company reach out to me and I almost took the opportunity. This was like a little bit after I had got out of college. I was considering the opportunity, but it was it was when I was wanting to like make my own line. So like I, I had all these ideas drawn out. But I like sent them a portfolio because I saw the job opportunity and they were offering a lot of money for it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, I actually kind of want to go for that. And at the time, I thought I might want to move to New York. But the company wanted me, of course, to move to New York. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to design for them, like do what I was doing, draw stuff uh, out. And, like, okay. and I started thinking about it. I was like... I don't want to feel like the ideas that I get could be my idea. They're my, they are my idea. That's exactly what, how you would have felt. My brand, but my ideas are priceless. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't want to sell my ideas to someone else. Like, yeah. The only I, I thing kinda, I've had a lot of people reach out to me too about that. Like, Hey, I know you're a designer. You have your own line, but I'm, I want to start my own line. Do you think you could like, could I like pay you to do it for me? Nah. And I was like, eh, it's not really my forte. I don't. I'll help you. I'll give you the resources that you need. I will guide you. But do I want to actually sit down and like draw stuff out for you and sew for you? Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. Because you know what? Because you know what that would turn into. They probably have the funding, so then they're just gonna come through and just take all your designs and run off. And then what do you have? Yeah, so that I'm real skeptical about stuff like that. I mean, I, I like I said, I will give you the resources, or you know, like I'm, but I'm not gonna do the work for yeah, you. Yeah, nah, you yeah, you would be happy. And, and at the same time, you gotta understand, like I'm still, I'm still trying, like I'm still trying to build my brand. So I don't have the bandwidth to build someone else's brand while I'm trying to build mine. It don't make sense. Now, if my yeah. if my line was already there and it's where I wanted to be then maybe you right. know. <laughs> so what? What's um? What do you? What do you think is next for you? Like, do you have a new line coming out? Is seasonal? What you got? What you got coming out? Yeah. So right right now, I have a couple of custom orders to finish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am going to be working on a new collection. Um and. I told you I was trying to start a boutique. I'm in the process right now. I, I only have like two vendors, to be honest, like two vendors okay. that I found that were unique. But I still need at least two more vendors um, so that I can really, you know, put my boutique together and put the pieces online and then okay. incorporate my designs in between until I'm able to afford like the manufacturing that I need to put all of these, I got, I'm pointing over here to the whole rack of design. Like, I'm going to go to guest cam. Hold on, let me go to your, your cameo real quick. Let me see if, I, okay. Let me look at, yeah, all right. Um, you can turn the camera, yeah, you can turn it. Okay, so you got so your whole rack whole, over there. That whole rack is a rack of samples that I did myself. Like, I, wow. I, 
I made all of those myself. And it, and it's more than that. That's just half of them. But wow. you see what I'm saying? There's so many designs. I have so many designs already that I want to move on those. You know, I want to put yeah. those in production. I, I, I can't. If I, if I start getting, like, mass orders for those right now, like, let's say I put those out there and I get mass orders for it. I'm only one person. I need a team to do it. So I have to be able to pay that team to do it. So, right. Um, but that's the that's the plan. Like I really want to put myself in in motion. So let me ask you a question, and you may not know the answer to it, but I just want to put it out there. So if you do know it, you could put this out here, put it out there in the air, in the atmosphere, <laughs> and, and go get it. How much money do you think you need to really get going to where you want to be going? How much to do? You, I've already started saving up, but to be completely honest with you, from the last from the last experience I had with working with my manufacturer, I need at least forty to sixty k. Okay, so good. You know that. Put that out there in the atmosphere and go get it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm manifesting. I'm working on it. I've been like busting my ass. <laughs> you know during the day and I literally just started a new career position um it's still in the same in the same tech tech career that I've had but okay. um it's definitely like a significant amount more to where like I know for, for a fact I'm, a, I'm about to save that up okay <laughs> so. good good and then also, I, I was also going to ask you too when I asked I was gonna make a not a suggestion but just throw an idea out there what about do you have an LLC you have a business you incorporate it Absolutely. I've had it since 2016. Okay. So I was going to say this. Maybe just to move you along quicker. Only, And this is not a suggestion. I'm just throwing ideas, right? Because I always try to think strategy, right? So mm-hmm. say you brainstorm and come up with a way that you feel that you could go and get a business line of credit and then you have a good strategy behind that to service that debt but you can move forward because when you get a business line of credit Mm -hmm. the interest that you pay on that line of credit is really not that much you see what I'm saying so you're making you're you're, huh I I definitely have discussed this before like weighing out like different options okay yeah, um, yeah, so I'm, um, I'm just saying, just to kind of get you moving, if you wanted to be moving sooner, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to go do it because you know you have your own strategy, you have your own, you know, you know, the way you want to move is the way you want to move. But I'm just throwing things out there, like okay, maybe you could come up with a strategy. You're making more money, right? You're saving more money. So if you get a business line of credit that could get you moving now, and you could service that debt by creating some type of platform where you can make sales and those sales are servicing the debt and you're not even paying that money out of your pocket, your work money, you know what I'm saying? Your right. employment money, then you use the bank's money and got your business popping. You're servicing well, the debt. That's, that's definitely, that's definitely your plan for sure. Okay. All right. I'm just throwing things out there. Just thinking, telling you QVC home shopping network, Groupon, <laughs> all these ideas. But I always tell people, like, I feel like a lot of people try to um, also put pressure on, like, being an entrepreneur, but everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur, and it's very, no. it, it does take a lot. 
and it's, it is hard, but don't feel like you don't feel like you can't like work a regular job either or like do yes. you know a half corporate career because somebody asked me like oh so you know once you get that moving are you gonna quit are you gonna quit doing what you're doing like no yeah, no I, I, I still enjoy it and it actually it actually like is very good income so like right no you don't you don't have to feel like oh you have to be an entrepreneur oh it's stupid to work a nine to five or yeah. like don't don't let people fool you into that trick yeah. you into that because because so that's the trend. That's the trend nowadays. Everybody wants to be a boss. Everybody's like, "Oh, I, I don't want. I don't work a nine to five. I make my own money. This and that." I, I mean, and at the end of the day, on, the man. reason why we do these things, why we are working corporate or, or working a you know regular nine to five, it's like the reason why you're doing it is so that you can invest in yourself and exactly and put back your business. Because that at the end of the day, that's what it goes towards. Besides bills, you're definitely gonna like put it back into like whatever it is that you want to do. And that's like where I'm at with it right now too. Yeah. I had a conversation with another guest. I don't, I can't remember who, but you know, we had the whole starving artist and being desperate conversation. It's like, who wants to be a starving mm-hmm. artist? It, it makes no sense. You know, back in the day, a lot of people were doing that. Just being a starving artist, sleeping on people's couch. And I'm not saying that people aren't doing it now or people don't ha- are, are they're not in situations and they have to do that. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that because everybody goes through their t- their struggles, their times, whatever, right? But I'm just saying if it's a choice to be a starving artist and you have these dreams and aspirations, how the hell are you funding your dreams? How are you yeah. fueling those dreams and those desires? You're broke. You're not doing anything. <laughs> You're thinking that some magical shit is going to happen and all of a sudden, boom, it pops for you. No, you still got to put... And you got to like actually like put the work in. Yes. But people nowadays, people will make you feel ashamed. Well, they try to make you feel ashamed to say you work a nine to five. Like, yeah. What the, you know what I mean? Like, what is that about? Like, it's, it's noble. You work a nine to five. You're providing for you and yours. And you're making a way to make another way. Exactly. Another thing, another lesson I learned too. Um, I'm I do a lot, and I like I'm good at doing a lot. But I learned that I need to like try to focus on one thing first. Like, um, so I, of course, I sew. And me and you talked a lot earlier. You know, I I sew. I also do like interior, and then I'm supposed to be launching a cookbook. And I'm trying to juggle so much. And then it's like, I just started this new career. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I told myself like, hey, you're doing it again. Like, slow down. You got to focus on focus on one thing first. Because if, you, if you're trying to focus on too many different things, then you'll never, you'll find yourself like never finishing yeah. one or the other, you know? So yeah. I, um, it's really important just like map things out and like step at a time, step at a time. Yeah, you answered my final question for you. I was going to say self-analysis. What do you feel that you could be doing better? to get you to where you know you're trying to go and there you go you know that's one of them <laughs> yeah i can be a scatter and i, me I too. try to like do so much and feel like oh oh no but somebody asked me to do this or i gotta do this or i gotta do that um oh i gotta get this done by this deadline i, I start putting pressure on myself so I try, i'm trying to be better with not putting so much pressure on myself like yeah. that that's important and then i could be a procrastinator um i think <laughs> <laughs> I think I try to work on my time management a little bit. Like time management yeah. is another thing. Me Not too. Procrastinating. Me Because I think I could, if I get overwhelmed, sometimes I just take a step back. I'm like, okay, I just I'm just gonna go to sleep. Yeah. 
<laughs> if yeah, I mean sometimes, and you know, it's all about personality too, and it's all about um, managing that energy. Because I'm the same way. If I get too overwhelmed, I'm like, all right, I'll push back a little bit. I'm gonna chill over here. I'm gonna gather myself because yeah. I'm no good to anybody or myself, especially myself. If I'm all scattered and I feel overwhelmed and I overwhelm myself, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm no good to anybody. So I just be like, you know what? I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna be normal. I'm not gonna do all this entrepreneur stuff, you know. And then also, you know what? Um, somebody was telling me the other day too. It's like, don't be afraid to hire some help, man. You know, I'm not saying employees asking for help. No, I ain't talking about asking for help. Hire some help. No, that's what I mean. Like, okay, I, that that's what I mean. Like, okay. Just saying, like, hey, I need help. Like, trying to do everything myself. You know, yeah. there's no way we can do it. The crazy thing is, it's like I know resources and I have people, <laughs> but I don't. I'll be like, oh, so, and there'll be people asking me, like, well, don't you for such and such, don't such and such do something like that? Why don't you reach out to them? And I'm like, yeah, I'm be wanting to bother. Like, what? They like what? That don't make no sense. Why are you trying to do all this yourself? Like, yeah. so that's something else I've been trying to work on is like utilizing my resources and making sure I hire the help. Hire the help, <laughs> girl. You gotta hire the help so you can blow. Like yeah. you know, you're gonna go for real. Tell everybody yeah. where they can find you, the website, your tags. Well, the website is www.bnicoledesigns.com. And of course, you know, you can follow me on IG. That is at b.nicole underscore world. If you're not following me already, please do go ahead and hit that follow button at yes. b.nicole underscore world. And then I have my business IG handle, which I update. I'm very active on my personal page. Need to be more active on the business, but it's um, b dot nicole underscore designs LLC. Yes, y'all go check her out. Check her designs out. They are dope. I showed I showcased someone here tonight, so I hope you check them out. Hope you like them. But all the links are down below in the description. Go do some shopping with her, and we're gonna be on the lookout for that boutique, girl. We're going to be on the lookout for it. If you have any inquiries, please, because I have to say this all the time, but it'd be killing me. Like, people like to do business through DM, and I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll go to my website and then come back to the DM and be like, sending me all of these pictures and then asking me a million questions. And I'm like, hey, you know, there's an inquiry form and there's email. You're like, you could just email all this stuff you know? they, they feel like they're gonna get an instant response they feel like they're gonna reach you quicker yeah, that's all that no. is but they gotta know the I, protocol so just use the inquiry form. huh <laughs> just use the inquiry form yeah 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 keep it business y'all keep it business business is not personal keep it business but definitely support B Nicole you guys um hey it was great having you on here thank you for lending us your time thank you for being transparent uh, just telling Thank us you. your your story, your background, and all of your accomplishments. Praying that you uh, have much, much more success. Loving the designs. Can't wait to see it blow for you. I'm a, Let me know when you're on the Home Shopping Network. So I can t- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really going to go look at that, though, because that's, that's funny. I'm that's telling you. I'm Listen, I'm t- I wouldn't be telling you if it wasn't for a reason, for real. It, I think it's. Uh, I, mean, I watched the Home Shopping Network so long. I know somebody that buys stuff off of there, though. There's a lot of people that buy stuff off of there. A mm-hmm. lot. We all forget about that, but there's a lot of people. That's the, man. That place makes so much money. I'm telling you. So if you can get on yeah. there, girl, 
you could fund whatever you want to do. Whatever else you want to do, I guarantee you, you could fund it from selling on a goddamn home shopping network. <laughs> For real. I, I'm, I have so many different outlets. I appreciate your time and also your advice as well, too. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That's what we're here for. Like you said, you know, <laughs> community, man, community. But listen, I'm going to definitely be following you. Um, I'm going to keep in touch. I will hit you in the DM. <laughs> I will hit you in the DM. <laughs> That's fine. You're, you're good. Just to, you know, just to support and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure. Loved your energy. And hey, guys, check her designs out. Like we said before, you go follow, show some love. Spread some love with some some of that cash and and the designs, you know. Hey, show me some love. Show, show, show <laughs> some love, man. Hey guys, every Tuesday night, you know where I'm at, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm here kicking it with someone like B Nicole. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Y'all hit the subscribe if you like what you heard tonight. If you got something out of it, show your boy some love and show her some love. All right. Until next time, peace. We are out of here. Let's go. <laughs>